Good night, everyone. It's your sugar here, and thank you for coming uh, to tonight's episode of Styles Make Fights. And um, I want to open up this one uh, with a bit of a you know soapbox moment for for myself because um, I've been going through the concepts of boxing and female boxing in my previous um, shows and sessions, because as you guys grow with me, I want you to get the information. So when Sugar really started dishing it out and really start, you know, coming with the flavor and, 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 and really uh, saying some things that, you know, maybe a lot of people may think is shade or whatever it is, you understand where sugar's coming from and you have the education to know uh, what what makes sense and and uh, what don't make sense. Uh-oh, uh, hey, somebody's tuning in already. Uh, does anyone think the WBC bridge or weight division is going anywhere in boxing, yes or no? Well, baby love. I don't know if that has anything to do with styles of fights, but uh, this bridger weight division, um, I'm not sure what the details of that is and what that has to do, um, how that would affect female boxing or women's boxing. But I would say this, let's get some opposition let let's get some strong opposition in each weight class first before we start uh bridging weights and jumping all over the place which is what uh they're doing in women's boxing right now um and, and we're going to go through that in in the session tonight uh discussing you know styles and and fight uh, styles and fights and 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 uh, the contenders and who's who. Okay, so I'm just gonna get into it, but thank you, uh, Adair Pennant, for, for chiming in. Thank you for coming in tonight. Mwah, you get some sugar, okay? All right, so, oh, you, you came back again. The Bridgerweight division is a bad idea for boxing and should be abolished, also canceled, waste of time. You know what, baby love? Uh, you know what? You you might have a supporter in sugar too, because um, until you tell me what the details of this Bridger weight division is, I I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have an opinion on it just yet. So if you want to put that in, I'll chat with you. But I'm gonna move on with the show. Okay. Okay. Now. Um, just starting off by saying, uh, boxing is an art of self-expression, okay? Boxing is not anger. Boxing is not about destruction or anything. It's actually art, okay? And each person, I mean, the, the techniques, the same, all the punches are the same. Everyone will throw a jab. It's between heavyweight and cruiserweight. All right, baby, so... In women's boxing, which is what Sugar talks about on this show mainly, uh, ain't no heavyweight or cruiserweight women right now. But in boxing as a whole, I don't think there should be uh, um, bridger weight. The cruiserweight division was supposed to be that 
bridge your weight division between light heavyweight and heavyweight where if you didn't have the faculties and the size to become a heavyweight you could always be a cruiserweight but the cruiserweight is a zombie weight class right no one really gets excited about that uh, Evander Holyfield was a cruiserweight that had to step up and uh, he was such a badass he became a heavyweight champion all right moving on so um going back to boxing being an art uh you know self-expression all right and it takes a special eye to see the divine gifts that each individual possesses especially in boxing okay so when you walk everyone has the gift too trust me like everyone is born with a talent to kick ass they just have to find it okay so uh that eye now is what you would generally trust in your coach or the person who is developing you as a fighter them to see that eye and them to see um what your strong points are in developing as a fighter and what you need to work on okay like i said everyone throws a jab a cross a hook uppercuts everyone does that but it's the style that makes the problem and in boxing what we want to do is be the biggest problem the problem that nobody can solve okay uh fantasy matchup uh and wolf versus lucia Riker. who wins women's legends boxing well you know what we're going to revisit that question baby love uh and there, thank you for chiming in tonight. I love, I love it um, because it's two different styles. Okay, and Wolf, one style versus Lucia Riker, another style. And we're going to figure out what style is what, and let the uh, let the um, the crowd let let the um, onlookers uh, chime in and see uh, who they think. Uh, would be proposed the biggest problem and, and would win that matchup, okay? So, um, you know, a fight is a physical debate, right? Uh, when we get to the ring, there's no back and forth. We ain't chatting no more. We ain't talking. We ain't hurting no feelings. What we doing is we putting the hurt in, okay? And the technique and the way and the strategy of putting that hurt in is what makes the fight interesting okay you may like somebody personally but when they get in the ring do you like their style do you like the way they convey the message of i'm the baddest mofo in the in this squared circle so we're going to revisit the four main styles in boxing, okay? And then there are derivatives from these styles and hybrids, but these are the four main styles. We're gonna start off with the boxer, okay? And um, my lovely assistant is going to put up an image of a boxer in female boxing right now that is known. Okay, so what we're looking at is we're looking at Katie Taylor. Okay, Katie Taylor is a boxer. She's a current boxer. 
Okay, and she's the champion. That's why she gets the spotlight because Sugar ain't gonna get nobody no shine unless they earned it. And Katie, you earned it. Okay, so the 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 um function or the prototype of a boxer is a um a fighter or a boxer that um, they're very formal. They use all the formalities of technique, movement, and rules of generalship. And let's break down what generalship is, okay? Uh, skip the step, but we want to go back to it. Generalship is what makes the fight. Generalship is how a person, an individual, a fighter, operates and executes in the boxing ring okay so, so how they execute how they convey their message using their movements their striking their punching and all of that to convince and convey the crowd and the judges that they're the baddie they're the baddest mofo they are winning okay now uh going back to uh now describing a boxer okay boxer is very formal boxer comes in behind a straight guard the guard is up and straight okay so um their offense is normally formal meaning they do straight clean punches as you can see in this picture here with Katie Taylor, and I think uh, I know the last name of this fighter, Leonardo. She she was a pretty tough cookie, and uh, she got in there. I think Leonardo is out of Greece, but uh, she she uh, stepped up to Katie, and Katie boxed her as Katie normally does all of her opponents. So um, the offense is normally uh, straight strikes. Okay, uh, crosses, jabs, long punches that maintain distance, uppercuts, but the uppercuts are normally uh, to the upper body, right? There, uh, a boxer will stay, um, will not dig in too much. They like to keep clean and keep the distance. Um, also, their defense is clean. So their defense is normally behind this strict guard. Okay, um, they'll use uh, slips and movements and they're just very clean. You'll never see a boxer grab or hold or get entangled with another fighter. That's just not their style. Okay, um, their positioning is normally they have a lead. Either they would be an orthodox boxer, meaning that they're left is the lead and their left jab is the lead punch or they would be a southpaw meaning their right side is in the lead and their right hand is the lead jab okay and so um everyone everyone kind of knows in boxing lore or in in boxing that the southpaws are the trickier ones right because um it's it's basically like fighting your reflection right on the on um you're you're punching and and you're looking for punch shots coming from the same side as your own lead 
uh, from an orthodox and vice versa um, as a southpaw, okay? So um, going into, um, you know, how this generalship of a boxer goes, um, the distance is the key for this type of fighter, okay? Distance. They, uh, this type of, uh, this, this boxer or fighter, uh, they exhibit their uh, generalship through creating distance. You will always find them um, fighting their opposition in what we call deep water, right? Deep water meaning they're at uh, a person who is in deep water is on on the very outside of a, a long shot, a long strike. Okay, they're not coming in. Uh, you are you are on the on the outside, and you're trying to get close to your opponent if you're in deep water. And then if you are a person or a boxer keeping a person out in deep water, you're keeping them at the very end of your shots, of your long shots, straight shots, okay? Um, in order to deal with a boxer and defeat a boxer, possibly, the opposition will have to break or break down the boxer's generalship by disrupting their organized and formal disposition. Meaning that you have to make them drop their hands. You have to break up. You have you, you have to break up that, that that formality and make them come out of um, their um, make them come out of that distance that they've created. Step step past the end of that punch to where now you're much closer to them. Um, you, you will have to, uh, like I said, have them drop their guard, have them step out of place, meaning that uh, now make them uh, sacrifice or uh, take away their lead because they'll have to, most of the time, a boxer boxes based off of what their lead is, okay? Um, and that stance, okay? Now, question for those out there and, and before I move, uh, move along, um, tell me how, how? What are the skills that you would see or you could see that would provide that problem, that would make the boxer drop their hands? that would make them give up that distance that they've created. Um, what, are the, what, what are the skills that pay the bills? What, are, what, what would break someone like Katie Taylor down? Uh, a lot of fighters have exposed that. Um, Delphine Pursun um, is the most uh, notable one. And I would love for all you guys to watch that fight because um, there are a lot of tidbits. And if a fighter out here, if a new fighter, if is a if a contender is out here really studying, if they saw if they see or saw that fight with uh, Katie Taylor versus Delphine Pursun, the answers are already there. All you would need to do is divide your plan and your strategy now to when you have that opportunity 
step to Katie and and um, break that form formality of her boxer style down. Um, my lovely assistant, is there another uh, image that we have for a boxer style? If we do have it, put it up. There she goes. Michaela Meyer. Now, Michaela gets some shine too, okay? Because though Michaela waits for her opponents or she only fights people who ain't so sharp or, you know, she, she ain't going to fight a live one, she is a good boxer. And that's what she does. Uh, Michaela Meyer is a tall, rangy fighter with long arms. So her style and generalship is fighting fighters and keeping them in deep water and using now the leverage from the distance that she creates to really hurt her opponents. So uh, this picture here is uh, Michaela Meyer versus um, Erica Farias, which is another great um, contender in boxing. And I'll let you guys figure out what kind of contender, what style Farias ha uh, has, but she's actually a good one. Uh, she, she, she was a good contender. Uh, Michaela beat her, but I think Michaela caught her when she was cold. Remember those matchmakers and, and promoters, uh, they're doing their diligence in making sure that these ladies aren't tested like they should be. And yes, I said it. Um, we want Michaela tested. Okay. Now we're going to go now into, uh, the banger style. So my lovely assistant, please put up the banger. Okay. So the banger style here, uh, we see, uh, Christy Martin and Christy Martin gets the spotlight because she is a legendary banger. She's the one who brought the spotlight to women's boxing because women were always boxing. Okay. We was always in there. We were always, um, kicking up dust and being the badasses, the naughty women that we have been in history. But Christy Martin, as you can see, um, in this picture, she wasn't afraid to bleed and throw blows in front of everybody. And Don King gave her the platform to do it. So, um, Let's walk through uh, and let, let's um, describe or let me describe the um, banger to you. Okay. So uh, the, the banger uh, uses all formalities actually in boxing. Um, they use the formalities of technique. They use the formalities of movement and rules and generalship, just like a boxer. But the difference is a banger, instead of utilizing deep waters or distance, okay, they use the most formal approach to inside fighting. Um, okay, Adair, your back and offense southpaw can be very dangerous. An offensive southpaw can be dangerous. Like I said, those southpaws are tricky. Okay. Southpaw is a whole mind thing, uh, in itself, right? They think with the opposite side of their brain. So they're, uh, they think with, um, 
the their left uh, their righty. So they think with the left side of their brain, and orthodox thinks with the right side of their brain. If you didn't know that, and um, the side of your the brain that you think with determines a lot of things. Um, and with regards to the individual and their perspective and how they figure things out. Yeah, it's quite interesting. It's psychological. That's why uh, don't underestimate fighters, right? Because we, we, we visit a lot of those things and we, we have to figure out and solve all of those problems. Okay. Now let's get back to this banger. Okay, so they're using the for most formal approach to inside fighting. Okay, so they're coming in onto your personal space. All right, they're not giving you no room. Okay, so um, they they normally use because uh, striking uh, jab, cross, you know, those are long strikes. Uh, bangers use hook shots. Okay. So they're using hooks and uppercuts. Uh, can you imagine, oh, Adrian Panette, can you imagine if Muhammad Ali was a Southpaw boxer? Could you imagine if Muhammad Ali, um, was a woman? <laughs> we talk about female boxing. We talk about women's boxing. I'm waiting for that uh, great. I'm waiting for a great like Muhammad Ali. Uh, his daughter came into the game, but she wasn't great. She was good, but she wasn't great. Okay. Um, waiting for a, a, a versatile, uh, big woman, because remember Ali was a heavyweight. I want a big girl to come up and move like a middleweight. Cause that's what made Ali so phenomenal. He was a heavyweight man that moved like a middleweight, like Sugar Ray Robinson. And he threw his punches in combinations and bunches, just like Ray Robinson. I want to see that. Uh, we had the heavyweight, uh, Christina Hammer, uh, very robotic, very technical. Um, she is a boxer to the most formal degree. And she got taken down by Clarissa Shields, who we will, um, is later on in, in the session and we, we study what kind of fighter she is. There will be a woman, great boxers. Absolutely. There will be a woman. Great. That's what we're all working for. And that's what we've all come together in our own styles to add to that. Great. Cause she will take a little bit from all of us, all of us to represent us as a great. And there's several greats. There will be several greats. And I enjoy and I'm excited and I look forward to seeing them come. Okay, so back to this banger. Okay. I, and thank you, Adair, for, for adding that that point. Um, they're clean. All right, so a banger is clean. You, you see Christy Martin here with the blood draining from her nose or whatever. And you know what? Some fighters don't get started until they taste a little blood. I guess that was her. Okay, but she is noted for being a great banger. Okay, um, using hook strikes. So cross, uh, you know, hooks, uppercuts hooks to the body mostly, right? Because uh, bangers like to dig in. They've come in in uh, past your um, uh, range, 
right? The range is from your shoulder to the tip of your knuckles. That's what a fighter's range is, punching range is, right? So a banger comes in uh, into the range closer past the end of the punch so they can deliver their punches and they are standing there to do that, okay? Um, their defense is also clean. A banger has a great solid guard. They close up, they're catching shots, they're solid, right? Because they're right up on you, okay? Um, the, the, their guard is normally, uh, for the most part, impermeable. Yeah, they're tight with that, that shit, okay? Um, and uh, what they do is, you know, they're, they're coming in with that tight guard and, and it's like a shell and they, they're breaking the opposition down. They're taking real estate, we call it ring real estate, away from the opposition. They're not giving you any space to move they're not giving you any space to maneuver or do anything. They want you to stand there and bang with them. Go blow for blow, blow for blow, okay? And um, they'll bang you out if you let them, all right? Uh, they, they, they close the distance. And just like a boxer, the distance is also the key for a banger to exhibit their generalship, okay? You will always find them cutting the ring off and taking away the real estate from their opposition in order to close space, not create distance like the boxer, but close in on space in order to execute those short punches, those hooks, those uppercuts, those devastating barrages of combinations standing there in that one place, okay? So we're gonna go into the keys now. In order to deal with or defeat a banger, the opposition must create distance, okay? Um, uh, keys to create the distance. I'll give you some nuggets. Okay. Um, the, the, the fighter, um, the fighter will need to create distance in timing and physical distance. And there are skills now that create these things, these opportunities to defeat such uh, the, such an uh, opponent as a banger, okay? Um, so if you know boxing and if you've watched um, uh, boxing out here, um, my lovely assistant, can you bring up the second banger? There she is, Chantel Cameron um, is a current banger, an up and coming banger. And she got she gets some spotlight right now because this girl she's running through. She's running through opposition. She she is no joke. She is banging high end opposition out. Oh, okay. So we got uh, Miss Scott coming in. Hey, sugar, how did you handle a banger? Mmm. All right. 
So I'll tell you how Sugar handled a banger. Okay, I want y'all to what you know. I I, I would love for y'all to understand the type of fighter Sugar was, but how I un, how I handled a banger was I did create distance with my footwork. Um, I've I've always divulged that I was a fighter with um, longer arms than what my height it, um, was in the ring. So um, I'm you know I'm an average height woman and my reach was for a very tall woman, a woman that would probably be around 5'10", 5'11". I got long arms. So I kept the bangers in deep water. I also used, I also jammed up their timing. Um, I, I used feints, okay? So I'm gonna give you all the answer. I used feints, you know, I, I used my movement. I fake, I used feints and fakes, a feint is where you, you, you know, you, you faint, you faint a shot. You, you, you know, you break the rhythm and you faint like you're going to do, uh, throw a shot, but you don't. A fake is we're moving one way and I fake like I'm going to move this way, but I move the, the opposite way. And so a banger now needs to get set in order to throw their shots because they want to bang you out. If you don't let a banger set, they can't bang you out. And so that's what Sugar did. But there are several ways to solve that problem, right? And Sugar solved it in many ways in her experiences. But uh, since, you know, I, I feel really um, generous tonight. So I'm gonna give you guys that are tuning in, some of you that may be fighters, some of you that may be coaches and trainers, I'm gonna give you the answer or an answer to dealing with a banger. So what we have on the screen here is uh, Chantel Cameron. She's a banger, okay? Um, she's very strong. She's a pit bull, like I've always called her. And you see she's standing there. I'm not familiar with this fighter that she's banging out right now. But as you can clearly see, she's standing there, and as that fighter is throwing, she has her guard up tight, and she's throwing from her guard, which she has gotten the, the better of that, um, of that uh, battle or that encounter. She's connected with the, the shot, and that, that fighter is getting banged. Okay, that brain is getting rocked. So, um, moving on, uh, you, you, uh, just one last note with a banger. Like I said, a banger will always want to get set to make an exchange, to go back and forth. Okay, so that's why they always want to take the real estate uh, of the ring right? Because if you have the majority of the ring behind you or the majority of the space behind you, that person is not going to move. The, the, the person in front of the banger has no real place to go. So they have no choice but to stand and bang or stand and try to fight them off. And so let's go on to the next style. Lovely assistant, can you change my image? Fighter style. Okay. And um, who? Uh, hey, hey, hey. We're not doing that. You better be good to me. Yeah. 
Uh, so this is a fighter style, okay? And who you see here is Chevelle Hallback. Chevelle Hallback, she's still, she's a she's an old school fighter. She is a toughie. She actually fought Lucia Riker, who um, Dare brought up earlier. Um, and I think it was her fourth fight, and it was like Lucia's eighth fight or something. And we all know Lucia Riker was no damn joke. As a matter of fact, she fought a man when she was a kickboxer. She did kickboxing and boxing, and she fought a man in kickboxing, which I, you know, I, I like to stay, I like for us women to stay in our lanes, okay? Um, you can't be, you could be a bad, a bad fighter, okay? But we want to be the baddest woman, right? We don't want to fight no mans and try to be the baddest man. Uh -uh. That's not for us, okay? Um, our lane is being bad women, women behaving badly. And um, that's, where that, that's where we should stay. So uh, going back to who you see here, the fighter here uh, with the dreads and who's leaning in and you see her, she, you know, she's, she's, her, her hands are in an or, unorthodox position. Um, I am not clear on who uh, Chevelle is fighting in this picture, but we want to focus on Chevelle. Okay. So a fighter now uses all informalities uh, of technique and movement and rules in their generalship. Okay, uh, a fighter is who you would uh, meet up on in a bar or in a parking lot. Okay, uh, they're not going to hold a guard up, right? You're not going to see them with this. You're going to see them with some crazy. You're going to see them coming with some some unorthodox stuff, some stuff that you really can't. You probably never seen before. You can you can't count on because uh, they've used. Uh, th their strength is the non-technical, unconventional approach to stand up hand-to-hand uh, -hand, uh, boxing combat, okay? Um, their, their offense is informal, so they may throw shots like you see here. Um, we're not sure, they, you, you can't be sure what this shot is that Chevelle was showing, uh, throwing here. Was it an uppercut? Was it a low hook? Like, where was that coming from, right? So you're standing in front of a fighter and uh, a, a fighter may throw uh, not a straight shot, but a shot that uh, comes from uh, low to high or, you know, comes from an unorthodox angle that now it, it's not as clean. It, it, it's not as um, technical as the boxer, which makes it hard to... Uh, figure out what, how to solve the problem, okay? Uh, solving the problem with a boxer and a banger is straightforward because they're so clean. Now a fighter gets messy, okay? Um, their defense is informal, right? So instead of using, you know, their, their guard you know, in, in, in that conventional way, they're, they're, you know, they're slapping or, you know, they're, they're doing all of these informal ways that they're shimming their shoulders. They're catching shots with their shoulders. They're doing things that, um, you know, they're, they're, they're using, 
parries that aren't really clear where the parry is deflecting your shot to. And a parry, right, going back to uh, Boxing 101, a parry is when you actually kind of, the, the shot is coming to you and you knock it away, you deflect it, right? A parry is to deflect a shot, okay? So, um, the, you, you, their defense is, is, is also kind of unclear, or not kind of, is unclear, because they fighting your ass, right? They, they, they're not boxing you, they, they're using, you know, they throw in everything and the kitchen sink, and you gotta look for everything in the kitchen sinks, because all of that shit will hurt you, <laughs> okay? Um, they are mostly long distance fighter, fighters. You know, they, they, they use distance, right? Because um, as the great James Brown said, you know, I, I don't know, um, what did he say? I don't know boxing, but I know crazy. And <laughs> they, they actually add that bit of crazy to their to the generalship which makes it and it gives it a little spice in there you know their style is spicy you will never find a fighter that fights like another fighter because it's art now it that they're expressing themselves to the fullest when they're fighting um my lovely assistant please put up the other fighters picture that we have for example there she is, Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields is a fighter. As you can see in this picture, look at where her hands are. Look at her body position, right? She's not straight up. Her hands are, are, are dropped low. Her head is off angle. She's not standing straight up and straight forward like Katie Taylor would, right? And, and she uses her rock back and she uses those 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 um moves and, and that kind of oh adair it's me and you tonight baby uh adair uh pennant here you go again they should make a woman's super grand prix ultimate tournament and make things easier for fighters i don't know what you mean with that one super grand prix ultimate listen um, let's put it this way, baby. They should make, um, the sanctioning bodies more strict about who these so-called champions get to defend their belts against and who these so-called champions get to, um, fight because what these women what these names are doing is like i said their matchmakers are using uh th their skills to find people for them to be bad against to find them easy wins to find body bags and tomato cans for them to look great against and it doesn't look good for for women's boxing number one and number two we will never get a female great or a woman great um, from such bullshit in in in, um, in our industry because in order for growth, each champion will have to extend herself, and these girls are not extending themselves. Um, 
one true villain ms he you ask is this life that yes this is live what you think this is you here one-on-one -on -one live with sugar and you're going to be if you come here every wednesday at 7 30 we're going to be live all the time all right so i'll see you then and thanks for chiming in um miss scott you coming in which style is most effective the style is that's most effective is the style that exhibits the most skill because you can be a boxer but each boxer or each fighter each person that goes in the ring has a bag of tools you'll hear the um you, you'll hear the phrase skills pay the bills the skills are the tools and you got to study and you got to go in there you got to box and you got to spar and you got to have different people many different styles and many different people in front of you in order to develop your tools, number one, and in order to add to that toolbox, the more tools you have, the more effective you are, the more dangerous you are. Um, a chef, right? There's a chef and then there's a cook. A cook may have one knife. A chef has a suitcase of knives, okay? So uh, that's the comparison that I, I would give to you, Miss Scott. Um, talk and fight. Um, all right, so we got questions coming in um, for talk and fight. But y'all got questions coming in on YouTube and baby loves, guess what? Uh, I'm not on YouTube right now. I can't see your questions, but we gonna work it out. I'm gonna come back and answer them, I promise. I promise, okay? Um, we're going to get it together, okay? Um, and questions will get answered. But let's go back to this. Let's finish up with this fire, okay, this style. Um, so um, the fighter is uh, unconventional in their positioning and, and in everything. But the positioning, bring it back to that, their positioning is the key to their generalship, their positioning the way they stand, the way they operate. Uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Fleming, which style is most effective? Listen, we ain't gonna ask the same questions over and over again, right? The style that's most effective is the style, right? Cause there's a style, is a difference, okay? Styles make fights. You may have a fighter style, but if you have many tools, skills, tools in your toolbox as a fighter, then you will be effective. And that's what we're looking for in boxing. We're looking for the fighter that has the tools to solve the problem or the skills to solve the problem. The problem is the opponent or the opposition in front of them. If you are effective, then you will defeat your opposition. Same thing in life, right? Skills pay the bills inside and outside the ring. If you have skills, if you have speaking skills, if you have skills now to convey to the person in front of you that they should give you what you want, then you will win that battle, whether it be a job, whether it be some sugar, right? Whether it be money, you gotta convince, convey with your skills the person in front of you that 
you are going to get what you want. Now, uh, as a fighter, okay, your position is the key to your generalship because uh, a fighter will never have a conventional stance. Um, they will always come from outside of the box. And because they always come from outside of the box, it makes them very hard to figure out, right? Fighters are very hard to figure out and they play as they go, right? They'll find, they'll find a solution as the fight progresses, right? They'll find a way as the fight's going. Nothing's laid out, right? So you gotta, if you're fighting a fighter, you have to be able to, um, you have to be versatile and, and flexible and you have to be able to change as they change uh, in, in fighting them um, in order to deal with uh, a fighter. Um, the opposition must break down this fighter's generalship by closing the distance. Right. If you give somebody space to be crazy, they finna be crazy or they going to be crazy. You can't give them too much room. You got to contain the crazy. Right. So when you contain them and when you put them in, in, in you know, little spaces, then um, they don't have many op much opportunity, much room to do anything besides work within that small space. And then you can see now what they're going to do. Um, Miss Scott coming in. Most fighters are bangers. Well, I like that observation, Miss Scott. Um, most, I would say the dominant style right now in women's boxing is the majority are bangers, right? Because everybody trying to prove they strong. Right. They want to hit and get hit. And as I've said before, you know, I, I, I got to own it. We crazy women, female fighters, women boxers are crazy. Right. <laughs> we we uh, we bang. We we give and we take. Right. It, it's it's just a part of us. We haven't evolved to that place. We're getting there with uh, boxers out there. Um, Eva Jones was a boxer, old school boxer, and now a new school boxer uh, who's a champion. She was an old champion, new school uh, champion, Katie Taylor. All Katie do is box, right? That's all she does is box. So, um, you know, the, the, the styles are, the, the, the banger style is dominant, but that boxer is coming in too, right? And, and that boxer solves the problem of the banger because we, we haven't reached a female banger yet that can contain a top-notch boxer. And that's what I'm looking for out here. That's what I'm looking for out here in, in women's boxing. That's why I ain't too excited with each fighter that's coming out. I, I think last week, um, one, of, one of my um, lovely participants, one of my lovely viewers uh, that showed up uh, mentioned uh, a, a female's name that came on uh, talking fight, and I'm sorry to say y'all gonna see, y'all gonna see uh, how sugar really rolls. Um, you don't get no shine from me unless you doing something. I'm not even gonna speak your name, boo boo, 
because I know how hard it is out here. And just because uh, your managers and just because your matchmakers found you five people to knock out, don't impress me. Because who? I still don't know who they are. I still don't know who you are. Girl, so go and sit down somewhere. Um, so Adrian, uh, I'm sorry, Adair, Pennant, here you go again. I love it. Uh, do you use the Philly shell? Uh, are the cross arm guard? Listen, um, listen, here you go with that extra credit. I like it. So we talking about, uh, Adair brought up the Philly shell and the Philly shell is using your shoulder to roll and cross. Right, so uh, I don't know if y'all could see, but uh, this guard here, this guard here is used by many old school. This was an old school, and I think you should bring it back. This is a skill that should be brought back. Sugar has used that cross check, right? And the cross check is much like whoever been whoever been a badass kid at one time, and grandmammy or mom bopped them upside their head and they went like this. That's the cross check, okay? So the cross check is actually stopping the, that fight from, uh, that, that shot from coming in, but also because you hear, right, you can deflect. You can deflect the shot from coming straight, the impact of the shot, okay? Um, Miss Scott asking what the Philly shell is. Mama, pay, uh, Miss Scott, pay attention. Pay attention. Right? This is the, 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 the Philly shell now combines the shoulder roll, right? So you're using your shoulder to catch the punch. And then, right? Here we go. You're using that cross check to catch the shot. So the, the shot would be caught here with your hand and also caught with your shoulder. Boom, Philly shell. And you're also turning and deflecting the shot. Okay. I wish my camera was big enough, y'all. I'm about to, you know what? Y'all gonna, gonna help me make this a little bit better. Sugar might just start a GoFundMe so y'all can get me some equipment so I can really start teaching and showing y'all what these skills are that pay the bills, okay? Um, but, okay, so, and and that, I love that y'all brought that up, that Philly shell, okay? That Philly shell is a fighter's tool. That's a fighter's skill, skill in their toolbox that um, is a defensive move against strikes coming to them from maybe a boxer or a banger or uh, another fighter, okay? Um, we're still talking about fighters, okay? And uh, da, 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 da. Um, so in order to deal with the fighter, you have to, like I said, take away the distance from them, put them in small spaces so you can contain that unorthodox movement that they may have. Um, um, sorry, I thought somebody chimed in. Um, the, 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 depending on uh, the variables of the fighter, 
Okay, so there are variables now that you must consider in, in now closing in on a fighter, which would uh, essentially be their body type. Are they stocky and big to absorb shots? Are they long and lean and tall, right? So these are the variables that you must consider in now containing this fighter, all right? Um, I ain't going to ask now because y'all just came in, uh, skills. I, I was going to ask you to tell me what some skills are, um, for, uh, what a fighter skills are. And, and here somebody came in here. Adair came in with the Philly shell. I love it. Okay. We talking fights now. We talking boxing. All right. Um, let's go now into the brawler style. Okay, lovely assistant that put put that brawler up there. Now we got two brawlers in this picture. I will have to say we got on the left side downtown Lisa Brown. Okay? Uh Lisa Brown was a southpaw. Um baddie baddie okay i i actually did a couple rounds with this one and uh she was a she, she i i can't even describe it listen we talking about she could be she could be a pound for pound contender she could be a henry armstrong of women's boxing that's that's how dangerous she was um Adair, here you come. You coming in? Do you think that a southpaw Philly shell can work? Now let's think about it. Um, that Philly shell standing in front of the opponent. That Philly shell now is to deflect and 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 um, move away from that power right hand. Let's think about it. Southpaw now, when you're standing in front of a southpaw, a southpaw is like looking in the mirror. That southpaw Philly shell will only work in front of another southpaw. If a southpaw try to Philly shell in front of an orthodox, right? This is a southpaw. That southpaw is going to turn into the power of an orthodox fighter. They're going to turn into that right hand the only time maybe a philly shell would work against an orthodox fighter is if they're turning out of a hook that that um the lead hook that the orthodox fighter might throw check it right uh there's a song check yourself before you wreck yourself you will wreck your damn self mess around doing some stuff like that and not knowing who you're standing in front of. So, you know, these type of skills, skills like the Philly, Philly shell, you got to be careful, right? You got to check yourself before you get wrecked, okay? Now, let's go back to these um, these uh, brawlers, okay? So, uh, Lisa Brown on the left, and then we got uh, Melissa Hurricane Hernandez on the right, okay? Um, both brawlers. And a brawler is quite different. I'm going to explain to you what this brawler is, okay? Uh, a, a brawler uses a mixture 
a formal and informal technique and movement uh, with, with the rules of generalship. They are, they are what I call the juggernaut, right? And who, whoever's not uh, familiar with what a juggernaut is, is a juggernaut uses momentum and gives it back, right? So they will absorb whatever momentum you give them and blast it back to you. Um, okay, uh, Miss Scott comes in. Isn't the brawler style more like street fighting? You damn skippy. A brawler is very much like the street fighter. And, and the, the fighter is a street fighter, okay? So these two are informal fighters. You will find them at a bar and you will find them in the parking lot uh, Christmas time fighting over a parking space or some shit like that, okay? <laughs> um, and... The, uh, the the brawler style, though, is that badass style, meaning uh, if y'all have ever watched the movie and that person, you know, the person gets hit and they go, oh, and they come back and they go, wham, back. That's the brawler, right? Because what they did was they absorbed the impact of that shot and they generated the same kind of power back. That's a brawler. So let's go more into the detail of, of the generalship of a brawler. Okay, so um, the, the brawler uses a mixture of formal and informal techniques. Um, their style is a simulative style, right? So they are going to mimic what you give them. They're going to, they're going to take what you give and give it back to you, right? So if you shoot power, they're going to come back with power. If you shoot speed, they're going to come back with speed. Yeah, that's a brawler, right? Because the, the brawler is like the, the brawler is, um, the, the brawler wants to argue, right? The boxer, you know, the boxer is someone, it, we're talking about like if it, if it was verbal, um, the, the boxer um, states facts, facts. It only makes sense, it's logical and facts, right? And then the fighter now, uh, the, the, the fighter will come back with some, some well, I heard and, and hearsay and yeah, well, what do you think about that? You know, and we'll probably hit below the belt sometimes. You know, that's what a fighter is, you know. And then um, the brawler. Um, goodness, I said the boxer. Okay, sorry. The boxer is the factual, logical one, right? The banger is points, points. And that's my point. And I'm going to hit you with the point. All they do is make hard points, that banger, okay? Um, the fighter is the one that will hit you below the, the belt. Well, I heard your mama said such and then when your mom, you know, they, they'll hit you below the belt and they'll win the fight off of, um, you know, just unconventional shit that they brought you know, in an argument, in, in a verbal debate. A brawler wants to argue. They want to go back and forth, right? So if you... Uh, hurl an insult, a brawler is going to hurl an insult back to you. 
if you hurl a logical, uh, if you hurl, hurl a fact, a brawler is going to send a fact, fact back to you, right? If you hit them with a point, a brawler is going to come back with a point. Now, this is if the fight was verbal, but fights aren't verbal, they're physical. So now in a brawler, in, in, in now fighting a brawler, you're going to get back what you give. Right. So be careful what you give and be careful how you set up what you give, because um, how brawlers, um, the dangerous thing about a slugger versus brawler, who is more effective? Tell me what. A, uh, and this is from you, Adair. I, you know what? I, I, I like that you brought that in the slugger. But I'm going to let you come back. Tell me what a slugger is, because that's a hybrid. What's a slugger, right? Who, what two styles came together and had a baby that's named the slugger, okay? And while you figure that out, I'm going to go back to talking about a brawler, okay? So, uh, and lovely assistant, do I have another, um, is there another image for the brawler style? Ah, Jessica McCaskill, undisputed welterweight champion. She is a brawler. She beat Cecilia Brackus, which is kind of crazy for me to say, because you know what? I honestly thought both times Cecilia outboxed her. Cecilia Brackus is a boxer. Um, but she made, uh, McCaskill made the fight ugly and nasty because um she gave she took uh what cecilia um gave her and cecilia was trying to um she came in cecilia came in um trying to box right and um what what mccaskill did was came back with the boxing and uh, well, not so much clean boxing. She came back with that brawler style. So Cecilia throws a jab. Um, McCaskill going to throw that that jab. And then she's going to come in and, and like the juggernaut now. She's going to uh, spin that power or she's going to spin that intensity back to Cecilia. And Cecilia is a boxer. And what happened was uh, and is... Cecilia was never good with pressure and a brawler is a pressure fighter. A brawler is essentially the sloppier version of a banger. Okay. They are going to close the distance and they're going to, uh, they're going to come in with the same type of power and energy you gave to them. They're going to give it right back to them, to you. So you have to be careful. Okay. Um, goodness. Ooh, time is the time is up, but y'all bear with me, okay? We're gonna finish up, all right? Um, and there, George Foreman is a slugger for an example, okay? But um, yeah, but who came together and had a baby and 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 created that style for George, right? We can make many examples. Uh, Jessica McCaskill is an example um, of a brawler. Give me an example, a female example of a slugger. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, um, 
It's a simulative style, okay? Non-specific offense. Craig Wiley, brawler and banger equals slugger. Look at you, smarty pants. You're absolutely right. A brawler and a banger came together one drunk, stormy night. <laughs> and they created a slugger, right? Because the banger is clean. The brawler is not so clean. They come together, okay? And the, the, the banger stands in one place, just like the brawler, okay? The banger takes real estate, just like the brawler, okay? Right? Um, the, the brawler gives and takes, right? The, the thing is the brawler is not as clean as the banger. And so now you have a slugger. Okay. That's not the only two that will come together and make a, a, a slugger brawler and banger, but that's one of the combinations that will come together and create a slugger and styles make fights. And that's why it was so, that's why boxing is so beautiful. And that's why it's so interesting, but we've lost the concept, the interesting part of fighting because people think that fighting is just about, ah, oh, uh, you hit that person, they then blood and ah, oh, knockout. No, it's to see, it's looking at the coach and the trainer and see how they designed that individual. What kind of, what, what kind of uh, fighter are they? Are they a banger? Are they uh, a brawler? Are they a boxer, right? Did, they, did that trainer or coach now meld some shit together and make a monster that nobody can deal with? A problem. That's what, that's what this is all about. My, my coach used to say, I make fighters. I don't take fighters. You'll hear a lot of old school uh, trainers say that. Yeah, because you're designing, you're designing a machine to break down opposition. And you're giving them a style that is difficult and you're giving them uh, tools that make them dangerous. And that's what boxing, that's what the fight game, that's what the sweet science is. Uh, Miss Scott comes in. I think Tyson's a brawler. You're absolutely right. I got some smart people. I got some smart people in tune. Mike Tyson was a brawler. He thinks like a banger, but he was a brawler. And you see, Customato designed him that way. He was a very intelligent fighter. Very intelligent fighter. He was his thought process was clean like the banger, but he executed like the brawler. And when he needed to, he banged. Okay? He, uh, very, very, very good one. Very good name to throw in the hat, uh, Miss God. But I want you to uh, throw in the hat. I want y'all to start getting familiar with these females out here, with these women out here that are, are fighting. You'll see that there's not many, there, there's not many variety of styles. And that's why I, I did tonight's episode. Okay. Let me finish up though. You know, they're going, they're going to pull the curtain on me soon. Okay. But, um, the brawler is a simulative style, meaning that, you know, it, it's, it's, it's whatever is in front of them is what they are going to be. They have non-specific offense. Okay. So it's not going to, their offense, it, 
ain't going to be clean and it's not going to be anything that you've seen before. Their offense is, 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 uh, Adair Penan. I like your show. It's great. Keep it up. Thank you. And keep coming back. Cause I like talking to you. You know, it's a date every seventh, every Wednesday at seven thirty, right? And I want you to bring some of that good, good stuff that that you've been bringing tonight, okay? Um, uh, they have no a non-specific offense, meaning they're gonna come with looping shots. They're gonna come with some crazy shit that you've never seen before. That brawler, they gonna grab you, they gonna push you, they gonna do all of these things that make it just that create momentum. Okay, uh, Craig Wiley, very informative with some fun analogies. Great job, Sugar. Thank you. Mwah. You know what? We 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 gotta like talking about this. Okay, and and um, the the better that uh, I can convey the information to you is the better conversations that we'll have. And I want y'all to bring some analogies to Sugar too. Let's make it fun. Okay, so uh, getting back to this brawler so I can wrap up, okay? Um, uh, they have non-specific defense, okay? So their their defense would be sort of like that, Felicia. I knew somebody was going to bring that name up. And you know what? It don't surprise me that it's you, Adair Penan. Evander Holyfield was a brawler. He was a, he was a hybrid. He had brawler in him. Brit, tell me what other style though, because his trainer, right? He's a Evander Holyfield from my home, uh, from from where I became a fighter, from the down south, from Georgia, right? And and we have a style down there that's very specific to the south, especially Georgia, right? So Sugar got a little bit of that Evander Holyfield, it, it, got a little bit of that style. So I want you to tell me uh, what two came, what two styles came together one lonely day or night and created Evander Holyfield style. Okay, bring it back. So we got one parent. One parent is a brawler. What's the other one? Um, okay, so um, the positioning now. The positioning of a brawler is what I call or what we call in, in fighting an ape position. And it may be new to a lot of y'all, this eight position or stance. A lot of MMA people use that. You see when they do that aping and they do that, they, they do that stuff that they do in the ring, that's aping, okay? A lot of people do that shit for shows and, 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 and shits and giggles, but you know what? Hey, uh, Miss Scott, hey, Sugar, your show is very informative. Thank you, okay? Thank you. I, I, I want to break down the the um, the unfair assumption that boxers or fighters are not smart. I have been a fighter all my life. And in order for me to have survived with all my faculties, I had to be smart. Uh, Adair Pennant, you have a beautiful skin and hair, sweetie. Listen, now. Listen, now you're giving me all the good feels. You better come back next Wednesday at 7.30. Thank you, Adair. Um, now, let's get back to this. We're talking, we're talking um, boxing and fights, okay? So that ape positioning that we talk about, that ape, that ape, the hands down, and, you know, it, it's a position of 
uh, it's a neutral type of position showing the opposition that I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm with the shits and I'm going to do what you do. Right. That's that eight positioning. That's why a lot of MMA uh, fighters use it aping because aping is a, a non um, binary stance. You can't tell what it is. You won't be able to tell what it is until you make the first move. And then when you make the first move, you'll see what the counter is and it's going to come right back at you. Okay. Um, brawlers are close distance fighters. Okay. In order for that juggernaut to generate power and generate energy, they have to use this close tight movement, right? Can't be long when you extend movement. It's just like a sprint, right? A long distance runner, right? They, they can be fast running one lap around the track. They can do that fast, but they won't have the same type of power that a hundred meter athlete or, or runner would do in that 100 meters, right? So 400, strong and long, right? 100 meters, fast and powerful. The brawler needs to be fast and powerful. Um, uh, Miss Scott, come in. That's because women boxers are not uh, versatile, right? I've said it before, Miss Scott, and I'm going to say it again. Um, we're not being taught. Well, I'm not going to say we, because I was taught. I was taught. I, I, I'm so grateful to, to the gladiators who taught me. But um, right now, because no one's paying attention to the female game, the most, uh, most for if it, I, I'm going to say it, what they pay attention to is tits and ass in women's boxing, right? And how sexy you look when you're all greasy and sweaty, right? No one's thinking about the blood and boogers in the background. And the blood and boogers is what we, you know, that's a real fight, right? When you get punched and then, that, you know, you get one of them knocked out of your, your nose or the blood or whatever it is that you saw Christy Martin had coming out her face earlier, right? Right now it's about glitz and glam. Everybody wants to be a diva, but nobody wants to fight, right? Sugar was a, a, a badass, like she was a badass bitch, <laughs> and I liked, and I'm sorry, you know, touch the bleep button, but you know, I actually, that was, that was the side of me that came out. And that's what the side of me that the gladiators brought out, right? They taught me how to fight, um, how to fight and, and, and be sexy, not, not sexy with, you know, all the that, but be a, be a sexy in whooping ass and taking names and using the skills to be a no-nonsense baddie in there and hurting people. And that's what Sugar was. You know, Sugar never got a belt, but Sugar has so many fans because people feel that, people felt that. And I appreciate that. And I love everybody for that. Um, 
but we need more versatility in women's boxing right now. That's what I'm looking for. It's it's very boring. Everyone's wearing the same outfits. It, it's, it sucks. I mean, they do all right, but I need more. It's always good to have more. Um, so let's finish up, okay? Um, the ape positioning and the ape stance is the key for a brawler, okay? Uh, to, that's their key to exhibit their generalship. Why? Because um, there's a mystery in that. Um, the, 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 that. That ape position now starts to psychologically um, make the opposition, the person they're standing in front of, question their approach, right? Because you have to know what your... Uh, what your intent is and what the answer will be coming back if you're going to fight a brawler and you're going to know. So it's like you you got to always strike knowing that two answers you're going to have. You're going to have to solve. You, you're going to have to give the problem and execute the solution to your problem at the same time when when you're when you're fighting a brawler, because they're going to give they're going to give back what you gave them. They're going to they're they're gonna give it right back right you give them a power shot they're gonna give it right back they're gonna argue with you okay um you will always find a brawler um draw drawing for opportunities for countering their opposition countering meaning that they'll uh you jab them they're going to block the jab and come back with a jab you give them a right, they're going to block the right, come back with the right. You're going to hook them, right? And then they're going to take the hook and then come back with theirs. Okay, so you'll have to know what you're going to do with what you are going to do. You know, you, you're going to have to solve your own problem while you're fighting them. And, and, and that's what, that's the mind with a, with a brawler, okay? Um, they use momentum. They use the momentum of that to... Um, to take you down, to break you down, if you're their opposition, okay? Um, the, in, in order to deal with or defeat a brawler, the, the opposition must create and maintain distance, right? You, you, you have to create and maintain that distance now to take the edge off, right? To, to, um, to break down that, that, that the immediate... Um, response of the brawler right you, you got to use time and distance just like you would a banger right so, um which is i think uh craig wiley wiggly craig wiggly was the one that um brought up um such such a solution okay so he, he's very smart in that either it, it, it was it craig or or um adair um, Adair comes in. Being a counterpuncher can be effective against a brawler. Being a counterpuncher can be effective against a brawler based on certain variables, right? I have fought and sparred brawlers, and you are absolutely right, Adair. I countered them but I countered them knowing what I was drawing. So what I did was say it was a hook. So I drew a hook 
I drew a soft hook. So I knew that they were going to come with a soft hook. When they came with that soft hook, I came with a hard right. Right? So you have to solve the problem. I gave the bait. They took the bait and I came back with something to hurt them. And it's the same thing. I could give something hard and then come back soft. So you have to, yes, you have to counter, but it's the way you counter. It's the mind, right? A brawler, it can't be, you can't be black and white like a banger, right? You got to now turn into a hybrid too and and be maybe a boxer puncher to that count that's good at countering against uh, a banger brawl or I mean against a brawler okay um I, I like that point that you made so in it, like I said create the distance slow down the and diffuse the momentum with a bra brawler um with a brawler so you got to slow down their momentum think about uh stopping a tornado okay uh a brawler is much like a tornado so true sugar thank you miss scott um uh think about stopping a tornado can you stop a tornado no you can't a tornado will will destroy everything in its path but what do they do in tornado um in places prone to tornado they put dips and curves and they put all these different things to now diffuse the momentum of the wind and to slow it down into a weak breeze okay a dare pennant fainting can be good against a brawler you're absolutely right that's a dip that's a turn that's something to stop the tornado you're absolutely right because now they can't generate any force from a faint because you fainted them, right? Faints and fakes. I dare you a boxer. You're smart in here and I like that, right? I like talking about fighting. I like talking about boxing with y'all because you, you don't have to get in the ring to know about this and to talk about this and and and, and to to make to solve problems you really don't and i don't want people to feel into that you know that intimidation of oh you got to know uh all of this or that no i'm sorry there are people with far less that are actually training other people to go in the ring that's how dangerous it is out here a lot of these people don't even know that the person that's coaching them have never even been in a schoolyard fight have never had an art that have never won an argument <laughs> and 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 they, they they getting you ready to go in to, for somebody to, that's been training or that is training to knock your head off right so it is what it is you know and i say skills pay the bills so i you know i i planned on asking the question after uh, you know talking about these styles um how you know give me the skills that solves these problems but y'all have been coming with some stuff y'all coming with the thunder i love it i, I love it tonight y'all are giving me everything and um you know this is just becoming so much more fun sugar started off 
the the show you know my, my guys at talk and fight they gave me a uh, they gave me a platform and you know i i didn't even know some of you guys would show up for sugar so i i'm just so happy and i'm hoping we grow together like share subscribe come on back with some facts come back with you know give me some um give me give me some some uh questions that you may have that sugar can explain and make a whole show about because like i said it, it's 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 something that is quite interesting to learn i miss scott um uh Adairi pennant um craig wiley um michael or all of you guys that come in said it said cedric sports train listen you chiming in up there you know, um, great show, Sugar. Thank you. You know, I I, I love y'all coming in because this is what happens in the boxing gym that y'all don't know. This is that stuff. Go into your boxing gym. You gonna find you gonna find that old old school uh, coach or old school the guy that been around boxing for years and he talking that gang. Right. Then you got the new school coaches talking that gang, you know, then, you know, you got the young and the kids, you got, you got everyone socializing around fight. That's what makes the kitchen. We call it a kitchen, right? We call that boxing gym a kitchen because it's always, we always making something. We're going to make something. We making knuckle sandwiches. We making fighters. We making monsters, right? And so online here, the sugar show is just an extension of that kitchen. Like, subscribe, share, and come back here every Wednesday night at 730 and come get some of this sugar. Mwah. Take care.